0: Yo, welcome to g and Review, where we review the best TV and film the world has to offer, and sometimes some other stuff too. Three, two, one, and we're back. G&Q Review, what's going on, Grant?
1: What is going on, Quinn? How are you doing on this lovely day? I actually heard, because uh, my brother's in L.A., and uh-huh. uh, so is my mom, and uh-huh. uh, I was told that it's warmer in Ohio than it is in L.A. right now.
0: Uh, you know, right
1: now, that may be the case. No, 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 no. I want you to pull out your little weather app. Yeah, and pull out the my... High. What's the high of, of today?
0: All right, I'm pulling it out. I'm showing it on camera. It's... Uh, 54. Oh, no. High 55.
1: 55? Yes. 72 here in Ohio. It's a little...
0: 72. It's a little messed up. You know what's uh, doubly
1: messed up? I am supposed to go to the fucking <laughs> Golden State fucking tomorrow. And, what? It's going to be colder weather? This is well, my spring break, you know, like, wild out a little bit. Get get some sun, you know, go to the beach, drink some beers.
0: Yeah, well, Grant, uh, I guess today and tomorrow you're lucky today supposed to be shitty days so we're getting it out of all we're getting out of our system getting it all out of our system and uh but next week uh you know only mid 60s little low 70s that's that's all right it's beat snow right am i right it's not snowing
1: it's 70 degrees here
0: oh who knows it could be snowing next week there's always snow in april and people go no. oh my god can you believe it it's april and it's snowing <laughs> and they have the same goddamn conversations every year
1: i will say sunday this sunday is supposed to be 48 and rainy so
0: all right well you'll be, be, be out nicer. of here
1: well that's when i'll be there i'll be oh out. Yeah, this I'll be out. yeah
0: you'll be out yeah. here as <laughs> you mentioned uh and we'll be doing some GQ live reviews, live watching, not live reviews.
1: Quinn, why are you lying to our viewers? Right I'm, now, I'm not I'm lying our listeners.
0: Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen?
1: No, yeah, we're we're gonna do the second ever live watch where we're sitting next to each other in the flesh, in the flesh. watching the same film with our little notepads. No, Quinn has his phone because he's a um. zillennial. <laughs> are you gonna well, bring your notepad yes <laughs> nice um yeah what's what's new with you Uh
0: oh, not a lot grant uh uh i i did just actually get back from a uh, little trip in the desert joshua tree which was yeah fantastic it's a it's a cool place out there and there's always more to explore so you know counting the days till i can till i can go back there and it's it's crazy how things are pretty accessible if you go not during rush hour um just a few hours away and bam you're in like a whole new world you're like shit this is still in california still in the same country this is yeah this is that's wild. wild
1: is it is it different um like ecosystems in a way like uh you know or is it all desert mainly
0: it's all it's all desert. I mean, it's all sand, cacti. What um, would you
1: say Zion was more diverse?
0: Yeah, I mean there are, okay. are large kind of rock structures, and it, it there are some rocks in Zion, but um, I guess
1: I'm saying you know some parks you're like oh you can go on this like loop and see like uh you know the redwoods but this one has like a waterfall or this one blah blah blah. like if i go on one hike at joshua tree versus another do i get the same kind of general experience of mm. joshua tree or do does the you know ecosystem that, yeah the, i see what you mean you know what I'm I, saying? like do they from, differ
0: from what i did uh i would go with your first comment it's kind of more or less the same okay. um There's some different peaks, you know, and different rock structures, but it looks there's not like a rainforest in half. Yeah, like (laughs) oh, and you go to the west, and I mean (laughs) the park is interesting. I learned that it's uh it's two deserts combined. Actually, now that you mention it, there's the Mojave Desert and there's the Colorado Desert, I believe. And Mm -hmm. you, I mean, the park's huge. You got to drive like an hour to just one 60 miles like going to go <laughs> through it um, or 60 miles per hour. And you can actually kind of see where those two deserts meet. And those look a little different. Interesting. Um, different biomes. Yeah. Different biomes, you know, different, different desert, same type of vibe, but colors are different. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, I, we actually didn't do any, I mean, we saw one little exhibit in the other, part of the desert but there are some hikes uh yeah i think so i think that's the eastern one southeastern where uh i mean you got to drive an hour and a half to get to the trailhead of the the hikes on the other side of the desert on the other side of the park so you're like i'm gonna stick with these and maybe uh another day (laughs) yeah i mean there's a whole campground on the other side so if you are camping there yeah sure you do all the hikes there but we were just on the other side
1: so. yeah i i remember the most diverse hike to date was actually with you oh. and our our friend yuki in hawaii go? uh oh. we started in like this jungle remember the fucking what there were wild boars in the fucking jungle we didn't see them going in we saw them going out but it was like very dense trees and like felt tropical and then it cleared out and then you walk through these like pine trees no no first you go to like this red clay rock it's like super red clay rock then you do a strip of pine trees and the needles were like like three feet long and then you reach this part of the hike where it's where it's like rocks with ropes uh, down on the rocks and then you you climb those
0: yeah. Uh, Olomanu, right? Yeah, the three peaks trail. I, was, I remember yeah, we were going through different ecosystems. Yeah, it was sandy yeah. and uh very foresty. Olomana. And I think we only went to the second peak because a lot of people have the died third on peak the was... th- <laughs> We were like, uh I But that
1: know. was like like a little bit of everything, you know? Yeah. And I, I remember we left and those wild dude, wild boars are scary. They were like fucking it's like it's like a deer, except it's a little fucking pig, and they're hairy, and they're making
0: noises, and <laughs> you do not want to get by them. Yeah, I I, I forgot. We had a, a pretty nice little setup at the top of the peak. Had some good beef jerky. It's always, that's the, the point of hiking. It's just finding places high in the sky to eat beef jerky, and there's a sense <laughs> of... candied almonds. Of, yeah, that that's good, too. And you feel uh, accomplished and and purposeful after you do that.
1: You don't feel small and insignificant, Quinn, as a human. And there's things larger I, than your existence.
0: I guess I feel that way too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, Grant. Uh but cool. speaking well, I'm jealous. Of, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, don't worry. There's plenty of time. We got, we got plenty time. time. Yeah, make it out here. Uh, but speaking of hiking, exploring, traveling, insignificance, yes, traveling, what, what what are we watching today, Grant?
1: We watched uh, Nomad Land, which is a 2020 American drama film written and directed and edited by Chloe Zhao. Um, it stars uh, Frances McDormand as a as a woman. <laughs> this is what the Wikipedia says. <laughs> a woman, she yes. stars as a woman, nice. uh, who leaves home to travel around the American West. Um, it's based off a book um, with a similar name called Nomadland: uh, Colon Surviving America in the 21st Century. Um, and yeah, it's it's about you know. Kind of a group of people uh, that live not homeless, but houseless. You know, they live in vans and they live in RV campgrounds. And uh, that's what the film's about.
0: They're van dwellers. They're van dwellers. So mostly, I guess they're not retired, but they're a lot more senior people that uh, travel. I think they're all alone. I didn't remember seeing any couples. That's true. um, So most of them are alone and, you know, you navigate from one RV spot to another, or I guess in this case, in in the movie, you're following gig work.
1: Yeah. I was just going to say that there's usually work involved, right? And actually, believe it or not, the book, uh, was made into a real documentary. So just so so you guys understand, I told you it's based off of a book, right? And you would think, hey, it must be a documentary. No, 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 no. It's a drama film. It's completely fictional, scripted, and it just kind of covers the topic and much of the same characters in the book. Like the book was about... Um, let's see. It was, it was about the three main characters, right? So, it, yeah, it was, it was about of Linda May Charlene and Bob Wells. Um,
0: Oh, never mind. I, I lied. So, what are you, what, yeah? What are you saying here, Grant? There's there's a documentary involved. There's, there's a documentary
1: called Camper Force, which is actually the program. You know, you mentioned work. It's Camper Force is actually the program. If you Google it right now, you'll see Amazon pops up, right? Yeah, and that's that's what that's where the film kind of starts, right? It's this it's this a program that Amazon lets you do, and and you kind of camp when you live in an RV while you work out of Amazon. And that was like the first stop. But exactly like you said that, you know, they fall gig work. So, you know, uh, our main character, Fern, ends up at a beet farm um, at, at one point, like a, a quarry, I believe. Um, and then she kind of she goes through a f- few of them, a wall drug, which was like a restaurant uh, job. And um, then she kind of starts to repeat it and she ends back up at, uh, at Amazon.
0: Yeah, I I haven't I didn't hear about the documentary film that Camper Force. Is that is all is that related at all to the director, or the writer of the book? Or is that just
1: so Chloe did not write the book, right? The director she directed the, the film. Jessica Bruder is the journalist who wrote the book and then th- it was adapt Her book was adapted into, into a them. short documentary films, um, which was probably not very, and it's a short film, so it's under 45 minutes, um, 40 minutes, 16 minutes, actually. Yeah. 16 minutes. Okay. There you go. Um,
0: and then they and took, and then
1: Chloe took that concept ah, okay. and kind of dramatized it.
0: So a lot of people have, have drew, drawn upon this uh, original book.
1: Yeah, and well, the even the writer of the book was not one someone partaking in this lifestyle, right? They're a journalist. Yeah, just a journalist. Uh, They're following yeah. people around. So, yeah. And the la- the last thing that you guys probably should know is this: there is a general theme about specifically a, a, a city um, called Empire, Nevada. And it was kind of like it was a city that was a factory city and booming at one point. And then uh, the factory shut down and everyone left. and It's kind of deserted now. And we follow friends from that city, which I didn't really realize until like halfway through. But a lot of the people in the film that Fern is friends with, you know, used to live in this in this town, Empire, Nevada.
0: Oh, really? So like, like swanky?
1: yeah she from there maybe uh, i think swanky definitely linda may linda may um
0: maybe the it was the guy from there the older yeah, that
1: bob wells
0: or and the other guy uh i don't know if bob wells is from there but what's his name pete or doug or dave dave
1: no, she met Dave on the road. Dave was later. Maybe it was just Linda May and her. Um...
0: Okay, well, I did. I didn't know that she had some common people. I guess I assumed she was just in the same RV spot. She met some people, but I didn't know. You they gave had... her the
1: Amazon job or something. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't clear.
0: No, 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 no. So i mean grant what, what'd you think of what'd you think of nomadland
1: so uh you know i like i like history and i like historical fiction to to a degree um i in general really thought this should be a real documentary um if it was interviewing real people i think it would have provided a lot of value it would have been very interesting and um genuine, right? Like it it gets you close to them. I I think what this film was trying to do is it it tried to, you know, it tried to get a a lot, it tried to reach the end goal that a lot of documentaries try to get you to where you're sympathetic, you are relating and you're being exposed to a a new thing in your life that you were completely unaware of, right? And I think documentaries do that very well. Mm -hmm. And I thought this was trying to mimic all that end goal stuff where you're like, oh, I never knew about this. Oh, that's really interesting. But it was all fucking scripted and to me it was like uncanny (laughs) valley because if someone didn't if you didn't it almost could pass off as a fucking documentary like the way they film it is like super documentary style i was like (laughs) this is all scripted though like this is a fucking actress right and they, Uh they play it the lines are written as like super casual like documentary lines and you're like jesus fucking christ like i'm just imagining the fucking writer in the room like oh yeah this, this would be good yeah yeah that's relatable, yeah, yeah yeah do do something about her not wanting to quit smoking cigarettes yeah 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 that's good that's good it's like to me it it felt like like picking and i, I said this kind of the week before what like my general like gist and i wanted to be proved wrong but it felt like this director and, and writer and whatever, you know, it's critically rated this film, but it, it feels like it's trying to be so relatable and it's not, it, it, it's, it's so cheesy in that it, I thought it was cheesy and I thought it was just trying to be genuine and down to earth and relatable and this facet of life, you know, like these people who are struggling and they aren't homeless, but they're houseless and, and the, it's hard to make money. And instead of actually meeting those people and learning about them, they said, fuck it. Let's capitalize on this very cool story. <laughs> Just write this shit up and film it as a drama. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like how elitist can you get to make this film? That's so like relatable, like, Oh, the great recession, you know, this is after the great recession. Like, yeah, I, that was, I don't know. It didn't stick. It didn't stick well with me, Quinn. It didn't stick well with me. Damn.
0: I, I, I don't know if I expected that from you. I know you brought up last week. You're like, yeah, this is this is some Hollywood script stuff and uh I guess the the film had more of a somber tone to it. So I was like, ah, I don't know, Grant could could vibe with this and it is a beautiful film. A lot of these films they get by with like just some very nice cinematography and just sure. A, a nice Picture, Aesthetic. you enjoy, yeah, you enjoy watching it, but then you think it's about, pleasant. yeah, you, you think about what's happening in the film, not a lot's going on. It's like a documentary, I mean, it's like real life. Sometimes there's just things that don't mean anything, and that's just life. Uh, a lot of the characters are complex, uh. Sometimes this woman, she's a very nice woman and she has friends. And then other times she's being she's stubborn. Beach. Yeah. She's like not accepting help, but then wants money. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of human like things going on for a fake, eh, fake, yeah, bet, yeah, get right, a scripted yeah. film. I mean, it touches upon some, some real loss in people. People are describing some some situations that they're in, and you're like, damn, yeah, that's, I mean, that's life. That's like, fuck. Oh, dude, the one where like they're sitting at the campfire or something, and they're all talking about, I don't know what they're doing. They're basically talking about, like, the worst things in their life, like, ever. <laughs> and, or kind of, like, why they got into van dwelling. And the one woman was like, yeah, the my coworker, like, died like right as he was about to retire like yeah. hr was on the phone with him and they're like let's talk about your retirement and he worked his whole life to buy a boat he never used and i was like "Jeez, man that's <laughs> sure but
1: that's it's fake. did that happen I, yeah you know like obviously that happens and that's that's why it felt so so it was so upsetting to me it's like dude these people fucking exist talk to them right like like what's way wh- it's it would be way more pow- powerful to hear that out of someone's mouth that was it was genuine instead of some writer wrote it you know like they're writing what they think this poor person's feeling and they've may have felt that or they may have not. Right. It's Hollywood. Like they're probably tend to be the people who are producing films tend to be more privileged than most. And it just felt like they were trying to write for a class of people that they don't understand and that they can write some some emotional lines. But I want to hear from the people who have experienced it. I don't give a fuck about your dramatized version.
0: Why would I care? Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I do get what you mean. Um I don't and I'm know. not trying to be like woke
1: or anything like that, right? Like, it just felt like it was trying to, to hit the same notes, like you said, like those human notes of a documentary, when like, how easy would it have been to just fucking make a documentary of this?
0: Yeah, I mean... I mean, I'm looking into it now. Like Bob Wells, I think that was Bob Wells.
1: Like I that, think it was. I look yeah. at a picture of him too. I was I'm like, like that's unless they fuck, got the that's best nasty.
0: Bob Wells look ever, <laughs> and uh, you see some of these other names for the cast, and they're all kind of their their names, and I don't know if that comes from their real people acting for the first time or some of them are or it's all I don't know first credits and that um so I'm actually curious about about that part because yeah I mean you would want to hear from real people and let's say even if they are real people and they're living these lives, they're saying things they were told to be said. Um, yeah. And
1: like I've, and maybe it comes from like me, like I've, I've written stuff. Right. And like, obviously you have to get into a state where like you are empathetic and you have to write from the perspective of this person. Right. When you're talking about dialogue and that piece you just said, um, where she's talking about her co worker, you know, like had everything planned for retirement and life, and it he died, right? Yeah, that's, that's true. And that happens to people, I'm sure but like, I don't want to hear that from, from a uh, just a drama film, you know, um, it felt so forced, I guess, to me, and it was telling me how I should feel very obviously. Right. And the dialogue and, and just the way the aesthetic is and the dialogue. It's shot like as a fucking documentary. Um, but it's not, it's, it's a drama. Um, I'm curious what other films Chloe has done because I know she's done other like indie films and I don't know. I, maybe that's just her film style. I've, I just want it to be a documentary, right? Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's it fits weird, every um, note to be a documentary. You know, it's like, it's exactly what I said. It's a topic most people don't know about, right? Um, it's human. It's it's dealing with characters that are really complex, right? They Sometimes they're nice, sometimes they're not. And it's dealing with just real stuff and it's slow. Nothing really happens. That to me sounds like it's a perfect story for a
0: documentary i i, I agree it, it's confusing i i think i found some more information where uh a lot of these people or i'd say some people are trained professional actors there's some uh people with some pretty pretty long list of credits um but then people like we said bob wells uh linda may and swanky those are all the real people that were the source material for the book uh which is interesting i mean it's 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 weird and interesting and uh but all, <laughs> is acting that hard come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you could say uh,
1: right like this was taking place in 2011 right so it was post the time where you couldn't make a documentary on it. And this was a way to expose and, and make a, a intimate movie about, you know, this, whatever you want to call it, right? And just nomads and uh, this way of living, um, you know, 10 years later. Uh, that's the best take on it, in my opinion, right? Like, they would have made a documentary if they could. Um, and this mm-hmm. was the next best thing.
0: Yeah, it's because uh, you think why make a documentary versus historical fiction? Not or nonfiction.
1: Here, let me give you an idea. Let's say yeah. McMillions was dramatized, <laughs> the fucking series on HBO, like. You'd be like, okay, but I kind of want to know what fucking happened, <laughs> like, really happened, like, and they could have made it like really dramatic and even more like and and fun and, and well done and entertaining. But you'd be like, okay, but do these people exist? You know, like the reason why McMillions was powerful is like they're talking to people who actually fucking won the prizes. Um, yeah, it's interesting. But, uh,
0: to give them a little credit though, they do dramatize scenes, people. Expect some sort of dramatization when you're watching things and you kind of trick yourself, you trick your brain. Like the person will be talking about a scene and then actors will actually play out that scene and you're like, oh, that's the scene in your head. Yeah. But it's not, it's not really the scene.
1: There's nothing wrong with that, right? And if they had the voice of, you know, um, Linda May as the narrator. Or Bob Wells is the narrator, right? And then they dramatized. It wasn't set up like that, right? It was set up as, as this was firm, something different. completely fictional character. Yeah.
0: It's a fictional character that's just showing off a lifestyle with some other fake fictional people and some other real people. And uh, this was the result of that. Nothing really happens in the film. I mean, it's just... She moves around a bit. She runs into some issues. Uh, She kind of develops a closer relationship with, uh, what's his name? David? Dave. Dave. Um, And eventually meets him at his house. He's like, yeah, I love living in a house. (laughs) He doesn't say that, but uh, he's like, oh, there's a, Flat tire? I didn't even notice. <laughs> uh, and then what the ending is, she returns to her her home. Empire. Empire. In empire. Gets rid of all her belongings and then just kind of keeps driving.
1: Yeah, well, uh, you don't really. It's open-ended, right? You don't yeah. know if she's going back to Dave or what's going on um oh yeah yeah so this frustrated me right yeah um you said she's flawed and sure uh-huh uh the the fact that she doesn't have one spare tire
0: <laughs> she's
1: uh, um she's a bad
0: van dweller
1: <laughs> yeah that's the thing and she's fake so like when they're doing stuff like that and you're like okay your only fucking thing in this life is your van. And you're telling me you don't have a spare tire. You don't have a backup. Like if something goes wrong, are you not, you don't know a mechanic as a friend, you have nothing, you have nothing. So, so you're living, living constantly on just if, if one thing goes wrong with your van, you have to ask your sister for $2,300. That's, that's the whole film. That's how it was like, what are you spending that money on every day? You know, um, if she said she can make it in one paycheck at Amazon, which she said she could, she's like, I'll pay you back my first paycheck to Amazon when she tried to call one of her friends. It's like. It's just felt like that's not that would not be the mindset of a van dweller, right? Like you would have backups. You would have thought things through. She felt wildly unprepared, even though she was supposed to play the role of someone who's been doing this and was like in the game.
0: Well, I think there's the question of how you end up in this lifestyle. You know, she's confronted and people bring it up that, Oh yeah, it was a choice versus it's not a choice. You know, some people like the lifestyle. Some people are forced into the lifestyle and I don't think she was as prepared as some of the other people. So she lived in, Empire her whole life, basically, husband dies, and then you're just kind of booted out. And I I mean she was in a house before and now she's in some sort of van and she just doesn't have the, the skills to to function. But she still no. I guess likes traveling, likes being on the road.
1: I mean, she's ex- likes the openness.
0: Yeah, she just always has to have what is it like road in front of her. That's maybe that's the only reason she was at the house, because she could just see all the land. It was like a road, but yeah. not really.
1: Yeah. And I'm, I'm being nitpicky, right? But it's just I don't know. It, it didn't. I almost didn't allow myself for it to hit me like in an emotional mm-hmm. way, because I knew like it wasn't real it wasn't
0: real oh
1: and it it didn't okay here's 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 my thesis when here's my argument yeah if you're gonna fictionalize something right um a a real life situation right you need more pros out of that fictionalization than negatives right um or you know like if you're doing like, let's say you make Game of Thrones, right? And there is some historical shit with that. Um, maybe that's a bad example. Um, but some of them you can't make a documentary now, right? Because it's a past, mm-hmm. past event. Um, but it, with something like this, I think y- you really need to utilize the medium of a fictional drama film. And I think they didn't. I don't think they did. I think I think they utilized the the medium of a documentary, and it just scripted it. That's um, what you mean. It didn't. Yeah. It, the The dramatization didn't add anything. You know, it being fictional and scripted didn't add anything. It's like what you're saying. Nothing really happened. It didn't add anything. Um, I think if you're going to make a fictional film like it's a, you're going to dramatize it you might as well
0: add some real events, you know, that Yeah, it it may be hard. I mean, I I'd be interested in in seeing this kind of short film Camper Force and seeing what was presented there because maybe you want to show off a bunch of things and you just the documentary wasn't working or I mean, there yeah, has to be. There's something. only
1: 16 minutes of material. Yeah, it's, you know,
0: it's just all, uh, uh, I don't know, trash, white trash people on meth or something, and you're like, I, I want to show <laughs> like something else. <laughs> yeah, was a, a lack sure. of. Uh, I felt like there was going to be more drugs involved. Lack um, of drug use. Yeah, like you're at life's bottom. You're maybe some people would say it's not, but shitting in a bucket might want to get high every once in a while. Yeah. You have a lot of yeah. sorrow, a lot of loss. It, eh, it doesn't yeah. have to be, but
1: no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I guess, you know, there's the, it's a very cool topic to explore. Right. When mm-hmm. I was, that's why I was kind of upset that I felt like I didn't, I couldn't take anything away from it in a way, right? Like you're almost cheated because it's a it's a not a documentary. Like you almost wanted like when you walk away from a documentary you're like that, that's wild. People live like that. I I didn't even feel like I could do that. Like with this, I don't even know if any of that happened, right? Like watching <laughs> it because it's all fictional. Like okay, so you're telling me this is what happened, but it's it's fiction, right? Yeah, it's fiction. Okay, so
0: yeah i I think the the original book one thing they diverted from uh, according to what I've read I haven't read the book was you know there's a lot more emphasis on that gig work just being unsustainable kind of as an exploitation of people I think they're really like f Amazon in the book. <laughs> Uh, mm. which I, I thought it was going to be like that because she's at this big warehouse. So I was like, oh, is this going to be an Amazon like hit piece? Like, what's, what's going on? Uh, but they kind of stay neutral for the most part, and she seems to enjoy the work or says she enjoys it. But I think the book gets a lot more political and uh, okay. disapproves of the whole system. So, yeah, I didn't I mean, touch on those Force. themes.
1: Yeah, I didn't know about Camper Force either, that program at Amazon. That's but ingenious.
0: there is like that
1: theme, right? Like uh, about working. You know, you don't need to work to live in a way. You should
0: but they are working. That's what I didn't understand. You know, I was like, Why? Yeah, you, you don't need to
1: to live to work, right? You work to live. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like they're they're going around doing gig work just so they can experience, you know. And most of the time, they're just chilling. You know. Yeah,
0: they're having a fun time. It doesn't seem very fun. <laughs> yeah, cleaning those bathrooms, man. Oh, I saw some of those in Joshua Tree. I was like, oh boy, man, that's. Uh, I do not want this job. Uh, right. They, I mean, they're I guess you don't need. A lot of money it's more of a minimalist lifestyle you still need some money but you can get by on not a lot and that would still be that's still good you get to be in these places of nature and you're not tied to anything yeah uh,
1: I mean yeah and it's cool right like I, I mean there's a lot to the lifestyle and I, I don't know. And some of the scenes were like they I, it did make you feel sad and uh, empathetic for these people, like when they were in that RV. They're
0: like the Lux, yeah. the Lux one. Yeah. And you're like. They're talking about driving all, to Hawaii and these like, just yeah. why wild ambitions and dreams that, is, that are never going to happen, but
1: they all want to live on the road in a nice RV and they're not right. Like at the end of the day, they'd be the type of people that, you know, that's,
0: I don't know. Yeah. I I think there, there are many times I wrote this down in this, in this film where people are talking to comfort themselves. And I guess Fern, she just kind of listens to them. There's a couple mentions of people talking about tattoos You're like,
1: oh, my God, Just talking about nonsense, dude. And like, that's something. That's what I'm saying. Like, that scene was one like that totally pulled me out because they're like, look, it's like, I don't know, Stevie Nicks or no, there was the Smiths. Look, it's the Smiths lyrics. It's like you really wrote that fucking like someone (laughs) wrote that to be relatable, right? Like, yeah, that's what someone they should show off like their tattoos and their tattoo. And it's filmed in such a way that it's like, you could mistake it as a documentary, right? And that just upsets me. Like, I don't know why. It feels like they're cheating me. They're trying to trick me into, into feeling with these people. And they're just writing what they think would be relatable when they probably never lived the fucking life. I know they haven't lived the life these people have, right? So what
0: what are you trying to do? Kind of, kind of. It's, it's hard to say because you do have – uh, like Linda May, some of that nonsense talk, like I'm building a earth ship, sustainable, everything, leave no trace on the planet. And you're like, what? I mean, this is, it's just nonsense. And it, it, like, you Live in the van. Uh, live, in the, you live in the van. But that is her. Like for, in that instance, she is uh the real person that is, source material from the book and i'm sure that came out of a conversation the journalist had with her um and they kind of just put it in the film but you don't know when it's real and when it's the the super slick writers smith tattoos and uh it's tough i mean is the bob Wells stuff was that all real that was seemed pretty I mean, that
1: was Bob Wells when I looked it up, right? Um, Yeah, that that is is heavy.
0: I I just wish,
1: like, from what I can see from this Wikipedia, it doesn't seem like they worked with the author at all. They based it off her book. They probably bought rights, but it doesn't seem like it's a collaboration effort, and I think that would go a long way for me, is to know that they worked with someone who wrote the memoir or who, you know, wrote the nonfiction
0: book. I've seen she helped supply research to, to Zhao. Um, she tells Time magazine that she had primary source material that wasn't used in the book and she was able to introduce Zhao to some of the nomads she met while writing it. Uh, I I think there was some collaboration.
1: Listen to this. So (laughs) Jessica Bruder. Yeah, I'm sure that, I mean, uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. There's collab. There has to be, right? To an extent. Um,
0: I mean, she hooked them up with the real people that were in the book. So I, I think... Yeah, but
1: J- some- Jessica Bruder spent months living in a camper, documenting these Americans. She, the project spanned three years, and she drove more than fifteen thousand miles. Like that's what I want to see. That's
0: yeah. the
1: that's what I want. You want to read the book, Grant? I want to meet Jess. I want Jessica to tell the fucking story. Yeah, so I want to read the book. Maybe.
0: Um, you don't, don't want to really see the adaptation the t- on IMAX. No, i don't want
1: to see the fucking money maker that fucking and and dude you look at the reviews like how is this so okay you think it's that highly acclaimed quinn is this really this is the best drama of 2020 <laughs> <laughs> you know 2020 the best knows. drama of 2020 <laughs> it's not even a fucking drama nothing dramatic ha- like the actor is i could do that you could do that it's not acting it's like anti-acting how is that the drama film? Isn't the drama film supposed to be about acting?
0: Cuz it's t- it's touching upon something real. It's uh it has some some truth in it and it's surrounded by some Hollywood props and people resonate with that, I guess. I it didn't blow me away either, Grant. Um uh I'm just looking for like the they answers. spent
1: five million on this film. Like, imagine that five million going to like, you know, can't the people who go to Camper Force or any like, I don't know. It just felt so like, let's be hashtag relatable by a bunch of Hollywood elites to me.
0: Uh, it could be. I,
1: I don't, I know. No, no. I don't want to, I, I really don't want to sound like, like, woke, right? And I think the fact <laughs> it's just it just was off-putting to me, Quinn. It was almost like Uncanny Valley, right? And you're just like, you're trying to trick me. This is not a documentary. Not a
0: documentary. This is an you're, actor. You're real people. And uh <laughs> someone wrote these this dialogue. Um, wrote it. She said it originally a little bit different than it's written right now. Fern never said anything because she's fake. Oh, Fern.
1: I feel like, yeah, she never existed. It's not focused on Linda May. It's not focused on Bob Wells. It's not focused on. uh, But Fern
0: is the vehicle to introduce you to all these different people, Grant.
1: But it was about Fern. It wasn't really about (laughs) Linda May. Right about Bob Wells. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that would have been probably cool. Uh, Bob Wells could have had his own whole movie. There is a movie
1: where Bob Wells is in it. Oh right. Called Without Bound Perspectives on
0: Mobile Living. I mean yeah, he's probably got he's got the info. Yeah. Uh hmm. other things I noted. Uh that dude is always dropping shit. I guess that was more of just foreshadowing. Uh he drops her plates that were valuable. What else did he drop? He dropped the coffee. It was like the first thing. Yeah. And he dropped something else uh, before that, I feel like. No wonder you live in a man. You can't hold anything. (laughs) Uh, Her hands are always dirty. I guess she's representing hard work, working her ass off, got dirty hands. Even at like the the barbecue or whatever, when she's asking for the money at the place, like she can't shake people's hands because I don't know she got some shit on her hands. I was like, oh, okay,
1: hands are always yeah. dirty. Interesting. I know she had a Carhartt jacket, which is like super expensive. Probably wouldn't own that.
0: <laughs> I don't think they're expensive. I mean, isn't isn't that fit the the? The vibe that's, I don't know, outdoor rugged. No, you buy generic. You want to buy a Carhartt name brand. Pick it up at a market. How much? I don't think it's that expensive. for a For a Carhartt outerwear, I guess I got to see what kind it is. This is they range from looking at anything from seventy to two hundred.
1: I mean, wouldn't you just get like I don't know? I don't Maybe see a lot of Hollywood or only- homeless people <laughs> wearing away. any sort of brands, right? I mean, I- you get a like I- Walmart jacket or something. You're not going to buy a Carhartt. I hate- I, it's I, just trying to be like, it's a hand me down. I, it's I just had know. it for 20
0: years. Yeah, it's rugged. It's I, I keep on poking holes. I don't know, <laughs> Quinn. I, didn't, it, it didn't, I didn't jive, didn't do Quinn. it for you. Yeah. I didn't jive. Um, yeah, the ending was a bit sad. Bob Wells talking about his son committed suicide. And I mean, yeah, it's a weird film. It's, it's weird there there's there's some truth there's some emotion there's some fakeness and it's all kind of mixed
1: if someone's you know if someone recommended me a film um of a similar vein that was a drama but it was filmed and shot like a documentary i would not watch it
0: you would not watch it no
1: I'd say is there a documentary oh, I can watch? Oh, oh I see what you mean.
0: So, is there any reason if if there's a historical event that happened in the past, let's say 10, 15 years, is there any reason to make a dramatization versus a
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But the way it this wasn't really dramatized. It was like anti-dramatized, right? It wasn't really they 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 were trying to act like it wasn't dramatized. It was my biggest thing. It's like, "Oh, let's just be normal." like natural dialogue uh, as if it's a documentary
0: i i guess a good uh point of reference something we reviewed uh last last week uh wolf of wall street it's definitely a an event that occurred very dramatized (laughs) very dramatized yeah
1: very entertaining and that's based on a book right Uh uh-huh and like yeah blow it up a little bit right like or make a documentary, right? And this uh-huh. was that weird in between. It's like trying to be a documentary because it's nothing dramatic happens, but it's not a documentary. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's
0: not. This should be a tagline: <laughs> Nomadland. Not not a not documentary. A documentary. <laughs> Colon. Just not in case
1: document. you were uh, curious. <sighs> well, I f- I feel like you know I don't want to beat a dead horse um so I let's can't. Is let's, camp uh, is
0: amazon camper force evil or good grant i'd have to watch i found it on youtube it's 16 no no, no just like the 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 idea from the company like Amazon, Amazon Camper Force. That's All I'll like say thing.
1: is I have the YouTube pulled up. It's called Feel of Vision Camper Force. It, the description <laughs> is for nearly a decade, Amazon has recruited thousands of our viewers for a yeah. seasonal labor unit called Camper Force. And the top comment says, after having read Jessica Bruder's book, I will not buy anything from Amazon anymore. I don't want to give a nickel to Mr. Bezos, the organized slavery's master. Exactly.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't have the answer either. I just thought it was, uh, it's definitely intriguing where you're like, hey, I could. Why would it? Yeah. I don't know how it could be
1: exploitive or exploitative. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. It doesn't sound like it is just Amazon recruiting people for a seasonal unit. That doesn't sound.
0: I'm I'm with you there, Grant. Uh, I mean, if it wasn't there, what? What are your options? If It seems like it would provide something beneficial where you can, hey, you can live out in the the boonies and enjoy some nature and just work a little bit to make some money. Yeah, Uh, for like
1: six months or something or
0: three months. You want to take a little vacation, you know, three months. A lot of part-time jobs. Uh, I don't know if the problem is just the pay is low and then... It's low pay. Nobody likes low pay. There's always a conversation about minimum wage and what people deserve. And maybe it's that a lot of these people are seniors. They have a ton of them. They got, yeah, they got a lot of them. You can go to <laughs> no idea. And as a business, you're like, this is great. We can keep these giant ass uh, fulfillment centers out somewhere else. You're like making cities, basically. It's kind of like Empire. I mean, these are... I Maybe mean, not full-blown cities, but...
1: Yeah, it doesn't sound bad. But I don't know. I haven't read the book.
0: If you, if you disagree with us, you know you know where to find us. Love some... Some seething. Some, some hate mail? Flame mail?
1: I don't... <laughs> just some perspective, you know.
0: If exactly. anything. Um... Quinn you know what time it is I think It is time for the G&Q patented review Where we decide whether the true rating Of Nomadland is over or under The IMDB rating And we are sitting at With only 30,000 votes Thanks Golden Globes uh, 7.6 7.6 We don't usually do it But I want to Um,
1: The the Rotten Tomatoes (laughs) and Metacritic are 94% 94, almost a perfect film. Um, Under. uh, Grants and under, if I had
0: to take a wild guess. And I'm going to go under as well. It was interesting, like I said. And I think it provides a lot of talking points, or a lot of conversations about some ideas but it doesn't really have a message is it supposed to have a message it's like a documentary it's just life it's like these this is a life that people have and some people are forced into it some people choose to do this according
1: and- to the dro- the fictional film
0: <laughs> Yes, according to the director's vision and the actors who all read their scripted lines, <laughs> this is this is the depiction of van life. Um so take it as you uh believe.
1: So two hundreds this week with Nomadland, the uh, winner of the best drama film from the Golden Globes. I will not be surprised if this is nominated by the Oscars. I will be very upset if it wins the <laughs> best picture. Um, anyways, um, anything else? Any last words, Quinn? Because I'm
0: I'm uh. I'm kind of done it. with the film I always really thought I was like mm, grand might have a 180 um yeah there's something about I feel like the the message is in there somewhere maybe it's not it's just kind of it's a little boring and i I don't know I don't know what to make of it so i wouldn't watch it again that's definitely would not watching uh is it fantasy is it real life is it we'll never know we'll never know we just got to keep hitting the road keep on moving just keep on driving and uh don't forget your spare tire but what are we doing next week grant
1: Next week, well, we're still uh, we we are filming this uh, March tenth. So in just five days, the Oscar nominations will be announced. Um, and Quinn and I were pretty good last year about watching um, as many as we could in our time. Um, we doesn't seem like twenty twenty had a great nope. <laughs> uh, list of, of movies to watch. Nomad land uh, you know, made the golden globes nomination probably will make the oscar nomination but um we're gonna mix it up with with a film um by a very famous and successful director christopher nolan the movie's called tenet it came out um august 2020 uh the synopsis is a secret agent is given a single word as his weapon and sent to prevent the onset of world war three he must travel through time and bend the laws of nature in order to be successful in his mission
0: Cool. So I've heard good things about this film. I've heard uh, some bad things, but I believe it may be nominated for something. If not, that's okay. There doesn't seem to be a lot of options out there. So
1: and Quinn and I will be watching it together. Oh
0: yeah, not in a movie theater though.
1: No, but you guys can join us. Watch it. You know, um, once you hear this. Watch the tenant and you can join us next week um, when we review it. Anything else for you? Final wrap. Nope. I think uh, I'm all set. Final wrap. It is. Um, Yeah. Nomad land. I We got two unders this week. I, you guys know, I, I did not love the film. Um, <laughs> next week, you know, Tenet, we're watching a Christopher Nolan film. It's been a while since I've watched something by him. I cannot remember the last thing
0: I did. Inception.
1: Maybe Inception, was it? Um, anyways, thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, please join us next week for Tenet. Um, in the meantime, maybe you know someone who's worked at Camper for us. Maybe you have something to say. Maybe I totally missed the mark, guys, and and i missed the what lands about i just totally missed it you're not Please old enough let us know email more us. loss yeah exactly email us feedback at gqreview.com or reach out to us follow us on social media like our posts you know dm us slide into those dms at gq review that is our twitter and our instagram handle um, until next week guys thank you all for listening peace
0: peace